Welcome to WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery. Jeff Gamash. This hour, we are going to spotlight blues artist James Montgomery, the 2022 Autumn Fest headliner, Saturday night, October 8th. Now, first, let's hear the journey that brought James Montgomery from the city of his birth, Detroit, Michigan, to the ocean state, Little Rhode Island. Detroit, Michigan. Well, number one, um, I ran away from home when I was 17, but actually, um, the year after the the Detroit riots, um, John Lee Hooker and I, who I, I, I met John Lee as a teenager and played in one of his bands when I was 19. But I was curious because after the riot, I went as far east as you could go without swimming to Boston, and he went as far west as you go, could go to Oakland. So, so I went to Boston, I got accepted at Boston University. I specifically wanted to get accepted in, in a Boston school. I was, the guys in my jug band who were older than me uh, left the year before I did, so I started my own blues band. 
when I was in high school, but um, but I knew the Boston music scene really well. I knew Paul's Mall. I knew about the Jazz Workshop. I knew about the uh, Psychedelic Supermarket. I knew especially Club 47. So I, I knew that Muddy played there. I knew that Buddy and Junior played there. I knew that Cotton played there. I knew Butterfield played there. And I just wanted to go to a school where I, where I could be all near that kind of music. So I got accepted at BU. I started a band at, at BU, and by the, by the time I graduated from Boston University, uh, we were making $750 a night, which back then was, was pretty good pay for a college band. And we, had, we were selling thousands of tickets. So, um, so right from, right, basically within a year after I graduated from Boston University, I signed a deal with Capricorn Records. And then, um, you know, toured and everything, and then there was a lot of years. And then um, at one point, I was living in the Berkshires and um, decided I did, I did a benefit um, for the Groden, the Groden Center, the people that work with, with autistic children. And, and I was, uh, it was at the last call in Providence and I was on the bill with uh, Commander Cody. Uh, but the band that was backing me up was Duke Robillard's band at the time, uh, the Pleasure Kings, I think. It was Paul Murphy, Tom Wenright, and Tom DeQuattro. And when the show was over, I was up in the Berkshires and when the show was over, I said, man, I had such a great time playing with you guys. I'd I, 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 I love, to, love to play with you guys some other time. And they said, well, you know, Duke got up this morning and decided he wanted to go in more of a jazz direction. So um, we're a band with no leader right now. So basically, uh, I took over Duke Robillard's band, the, the, uh, the Pleasure Kings. With, and so I moved to Rhode Island. and. Uh, and all those guys were great, and then I'll cry if I think about it because they've all passed by now. But, but that was an incredible band. Paul Murphy, arguably the greatest rhythm guitar player that any of us have ever seen. Tom Enright, Tom DeQuattro. It was a great band, a great band. So that's how I got to Rhode Island. Here is that breakout track from his 1973 Capricorn debut album entitled First Time Out. Train quickly became a fan favorite and the number one song on WBCN, The Rock of Boston, playing it every day at noontime for over one year.
Boston South Station. And that train, that train is New York City bound. Runs on the track, run through the middle of the city, running parallel to Columbus Ave. Run by Blackwood, runs by Applemile, runs on the Mass Ave. On running on the tracks, run out by Fort Hill. And if you're lucky enough to live down in that neighborhood, every day about 9:35, you'll be sitting down trying to grab some eggs and bacon, and that train come by. Your whole house starts shaking. Well, it's a powerful train. Well, it's a powerful train, yeah. Well, it's a powerful train.
Well, are you riding on the train? Well, are you riding on, you riding on, you riding on the train? If you're just tuning in, you're listening to WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery, the Autumn Fest 2022 headliner, Saturday night, October 8th. Here, James Montgomery talks about his influences in music and life. My mentor was James Cotton. Uh, Junior Wells and James Cotton were my hands-on mentors. I modeled my band after Paul Butterfield and James Cotton. But James Cotton and I became lifelong friends and eventually... Uh, near, 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 near the end, uh, he, he used to call me son and I would call him dad. Uh, he started out on the plantation when he was uh, nine years old playing harmonica. Uh, he was orphaned at nine, I should say, probably started playing harmonica before then. Uh, his mom would play um, a, a, a train thing on the harmonica, so that was the first thing that Cotton learned how to play. In my mind, they're the greatest blues harmonica player who's ever lived and one of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life. Now, the night I played with B.B. King was the night that they caught Son of Sam, and if I, which is a while ago. So for those, those of you who don't know, there was this guy who was terrorizing teens in Long Island. He was going around and randomly shooting. He was a serial killer who was randomly shooting te- young people every weekend. And uh, a lot of people got shot and lost their lives, unfortunately and sadly. But anyway, so the night I was playing with B, B.B. Uh, B. King, um, they announced that they had caught Son of Sam. And B.B. King says, James, James, come over here. And he looks out at the crowd, and they're going crazy because they announced that they had caught Son of Sam. And B. says to me, he says, you know, James, he says, that's more applause than either you or me are going to get all night long. And he was right. So I ended up um, playing with B.B. King. The, the second time I actually played with him, um, was that the last night that Paul's Mall was open. And uh, B.B. saw me in the audience and he called me up to sit in with him. 
It was the last night it was open, so it was a live broadcast on WBCN. Max Ansatori was doing the was being was a DJ on a live broadcast. So he calls me up again and again. Of course, I go over big. It was my hometown and everything. So so he thinks he looks at me. and says, "Okay, James," as if to say, "You think you're so smart or think you're so good? They're all yours." And he takes Lucille his guitar, and he walks off stage. And I'm sitting there with a nine-piece band and a live broadcast. So I knew Sonny Freeman, the drummer. I knew he would know the cues on this song. So I said, we're going to do Eyesight to the Blind, which is a Sonny Boy Williamson song. But I, one of the first 45s I ever bought in my life was the B.B. King version of Eyesight to the Blind. So it's a live broadcast. So I can't sit around and try and figure out what to do. I spin around to Sonny Freeman. I say, Eyesight to the Blind, key of A. I say to the horns, double up on my figure, key of A from the five. I called the song off in about five seconds time. We played the song, went over big, big as usual. Of course, it's me, I go over big. So eventually I ended up playing B.B. King's 70th birthday party up at the Capitol Center in, in Concord, New Hampshire as a duo with Bruce Marshall, who I do a certain amount of work with. And then eventually um, I got invited to play his 80th birthday party at Symphony Hall in Boston. And I think that was the night, I know there was one night that Doug Flutie played drums on a couple of songs with us at Symphony Hall, and I think it was that night, so... And Doug Flutie, by the way, not just a good drop kicker and not and record holder, almost every record in the CFL, always knew how to win it at Gillette. One of the greatest guys and a great drummer. Love you, Doug. I'm just putting in a plug for you here. Uh, but anyway, so I played B.B. King's 70th birthday party. I played his 80th birthday party. And I saw him one time after that at the Zyterian Theater in New Bedford. And we chatted again, but he was... Um, a, a wonderful guy, and, and one of the first people I knew who was really computer literate, um, you know, when you would go in the back of his trailer, he, he had his own trailer, and in the back, he, he was more often than not on the computer. Uh, great blues man, unbelievable stylist, one of the big in, biggest influences on blues guitar players uh, worldwide, due in large part to the Live at the Regal album. But anyway, I always like to say, this is a little thing for B.B. Kang. And we go like this here. Here, James Montgomery plays with his idol, James Cotton, and blues legend Kim Wilson on a WGBH broadcast, the song B.B. King's Sight to the Blind. <laughs> been talking about your woman I sure wish you could see mine Yeah, you've been talking about your woman I wish to God you could see mine Every time she's got to love him She bring eyesight to the blind Well, her daddy must have been a millionaire Cause I can tell by the way she was Yeah, her daddy must have been a millionaire Cause I can tell by the way she was Every time she started loving The deaf and dumb begin to talk
about your woman Wish you could see back Hey James Scott, you talk about your woman I wish to God, man, you could see mine Every time that little girl start loving She bring eyesight to the blind Somebody take one here of WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery. The 2022 Autumn Fest headliner, Saturday night, October 8th, so stick around. Interview segments of James Montgomery, courtesy of Grandma's Attic Music Review. September 9th, 2021 interview with Grandma. Dot Ames. Hi folks, it's that time of year again. Our 44th annual Autumn Fest celebration is right around the corner. This is Bill Schneck with the Autumn Fest Steering Committee, and I am very excited to announce to you that the 2022 Autumn Fest raffle calendars are here. There will be a daily drawing every day for the month of November. Total prize donations for the month are valued at almost $11,000. That's the highest amount ever. Calendars are $10 each, with a limited number of calendars available. If your name is drawn, it will go back into the daily drawing, so you will have multiple 
chances to win, and we have had multiple winners over the years. Calendars are now available here at WNRI Radio Station, 786 Diamond Hill Road. Calendars will also be sold during our 44th Annual Autumn Fest celebration at both entrances to World War II Veterans Memorial Park off of Social Street here in Woonsocket, as well as at the Autumn Fest Steering Committee souvenir booth located in the park. All proceeds from the sale of the calendars will be used to offset the expenses incurred to make our 44th Autumn Fest celebration the best one ever. We look forward to seeing you and your families this Columbus Day weekend on October 8th, 9th, and 10th. Thank you very much for your continued support. And now a moment of Autumn Fest Reflections with historian Ray Bacon on the beginnings of Autumn Fest. What year did Autumn Fest start? 1979. The reason I say that is that most people will say 78 because they'll talk about 78. 78 is when the thought of having an Autumn Fest or something at the Carillon dedication for Andy Palmer. And a committee was formed then to look into that, which happened, of course, the next year, October 6th. Very good, Jeff. You At least you're, you're listening to or you're, you're remembering what you're reading. Autumn Fest started actually in 1979. Matter of fact, it uh, would be... Um, October 6, 1979, at 10 o'clock in the morning, with the firing of a traditional cannon. Uh, most people think that it started actually the year before in 1978, and this is because the planning for the 79 Autumn Fest started at the Carillon dedication for Andy Palmer, the Woonsocket, Woonsocket Call publisher. At that meeting, people like Roger Beejan and Norman Rock and others discussed what the new neighborhood development program had done for social and said, wouldn't it be nice to meet here every year and celebrate? Hi, this is Nancy Phillips. Autumn Fest buttons are here. As the committee is meeting and planning on Autumn Fest, we are looking for your support. Autumn Fest buttons are still only $1 and are available at many small businesses in the area. And now, another moment of Autumn Fest Reflections with 2011 Autumn Fest Grand Marshal Tom Ward. My recollection of uh, being Grand Marshal was that it was a lot of fun. It was really uh, quite an honor. I was surprised by it. I remember Steve Morrow, who worked with us, uh, kind of figured out the surprise at City Hall. Steve would work at City Hall, and he had asked me to go down there for something. So I went down and, and was, sometimes I'm oblivious, but walked into City Hall, Harris Hall, and saw a bunch of people in the orange coats. And I think at that point, it was sort of, a surprise, you know, it occurred to me, I, it, it took a few seconds to process and say, oh my God, they're taking the Grand Marshal, and, and they did, they were all smiles, the group came over, and so that was a wonderful moment, because it was truly a surprise, uh, not something I ever expect. The day itself was a lot of fun, of course I had to tell my, my wife Carol, who's a lovely girl, but prefer, prefers to uh, be in the background, you know, she doesn't like to be in, out front, when I told her. Uh, I said, well, we're going to be riding in the parade, you know, past the, you know, she had been to the parade many times with our kids and saw the size of the crowd, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't do that. <laughs> and I said, oh, honey, you can do it. Let's just, you know, and uh, so I had to prod her a little bit, but uh, she was she was ultimately happy to do it. We were going by my mom's house, um, which was off uh, uh, on Achilles Street, just in the back, and 
my brothers and sisters were all out there with their signs. That was that was a that was a really nice moment. I was taking their picture. You know, I'm in the car with the camera, taking the pictures kind of from the inside out. And so that was a lot of fun. Where the where the family was nice enough to all be there at the parade, kind of waving and having signs and and all that. And um, so it, it was a really memorable day. We were taking a breakfast. The parade itself was, it was a beautiful day, and, and it was really a joy um, and, and a real distinct honor because, you know, as much as I moved to Cumberland 30 years ago and started the paper in Cumberland and Lincoln, I had always told people, you know, people ask me where you're from. I said, Woonsocket. You know, Woonsocket's my hometown. It'll always be my hometown. Um, and so it was really a nice honor. I will say one one little braggy thing. I'm pretty confident of this little fact. I actually was uh, asked to be Grand Marshal of the Cumberland Fourth of July Parade in Arnold Mills too, and I think I might be the only guy who's had that honor twice. So um, it's uh, it was it was a lot of that was a memorable day too. But it was certainly Autumn Fest uh, because of what it meant to me. You know, I was there at the One Socket Call taking pictures the first year of Autumn Fest. It was created by my friend Roger Beejan, who is still a close friend. He's you know, widely regarded as the father of Autumn Fest, and I was in his class up at Mount St. Charles. So we both knew each other and still know each other to this day very well. And so it was it was a great day. Just no getting around it. If it happens to anybody uh, who's listening now, it, it's something you're never going to forget. We now return to WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery. Money. 
That was One Plus One, a 2017 release from James Montgomery, your Autumn Fest 2022 headliner, performing Saturday, October 8th at World War II Veterans Memorial Park. I'm Jeff Gamash. This segment on WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery, we take a look at some of the albums of his 50-year career. And one thing is for sure, in a copycat world of music, James Montgomery always had his own style of music. up here talking about style do you know what style is because you know style is different things to different people for instance style is when you're a cub scout that's right and your dead mother invites you over for a small cub party you come walking in the door and notice a fifth of jack daniels a tall bottle of galliano amaretta in the square bottles and a fifth of jose cuervo gold Start earning your wolf ads by being the first to arrive. Style. Style is when you make your first million dollars and you still buy your suits at Robert Hall. Style is when you have a pet rock and it dies. So you take it to a pet cemetery and get a trained dog for a headstone. I'll tell you, style is when you're driving down the street in your gold 450 SL Mercedes Benz with the gold leather inside, a full walnut dash panel, a color TV, a rollaway bar in the back seat, and a two stylish rake driving down the street at a 45 degree angle with the rear wheels hugging the pavement and the front bumper on the hook of the repossession company's tow truck. I'll tell you, style is when the FBI spends more money on your phone bill than you do. Style, style is when you get up in the morning and you can't remember what you did the night before. And you find yourself between silk sheets. And when you get out of bed, you find that you're staying in the presidential suite of a very well-known and wealthy New York hotel. Now you look around the room and see two magnums of dime pair your champagne with a note in front of them signed over to you by a wealthy and beautiful countess whose picture is on the cover of this week's People magazine. You step out of bed, you go into the bathroom, there's a chic hot leather machine there, you start, well, I tell you, enough of this talking about style. I got to get my own style together. I'm going down to my local bar, hang out a while, and do just enough work, people, to keep myself in style, yeah. Oh, stepping out in style, with my head in the clouds. I'm what you might call your modern man I got one thing on my mind That being me A new lady every night My fantasies look bright I'm a happy fool Step 
was 2010's release, Stepping Out in Style. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Spotlight on James Montgomery, the 2022 Autumn Fest headliner performing Saturday night, October 8th. Here is the title track of the James Montgomery Band's 2001 release, Bring It On Home, showing his Delta influence and this throwback-flavored song. Bring it on. 
great thing about being a blues musician is that you always have a good reason to put an instrumental on your albums, something that gets lost in today's overproduced music scene. Here is the James Montgomery Band's 1991 offering, The Oven Is On.
Next, we have a track from James Montgomery's final vinyl record back in 1978. The album, a play off the hit Saturday Night Fever called Duck Fever. The song, Crazy About My Baby. It takes a real good woman To know how to love a good man It takes loving and kissing But most of all some understanding And I, I got all of the loving and kissing Understanding I want That's why I'm crazy about my baby Crazy about my baby Crazy about my baby Crazy about my baby Well, I'm wild about my baby Wild about my baby And it's plain, plain to see She crazy about me
James Montgomery continues to change the face of blues as evident in the 2013 release From Detroit to the Delta, an album of duets featuring James Cotton, Johnny Winter, Joey Kramer, Brad Whitford, the Uptown Horns, the Rolling Stones horn section, and rap music icon DMC, one half of Run DMC, on this innovative cover of Bo Diddley's Who Do You Love? Politician a thug, that love is so gangster, I wanna be thug. That love is sexy and I wanna be drug. I'm thinking of you, you're the one I think of. So all you gotta do is tell me who do you love?
Thanks for listening to WNRI Spotlight, James Montgomery. And don't miss your chance to see the James Montgomery Band live at Autumn Fest, Saturday night, October 8th at World War II Veterans Memorial Park. I'm Jeff Gamash, and we leave you today as we started with a track from his much-acclaimed 1973 Capricorn release, First Time Out. We leave you today with Don't Do That. WNRI Woonsocket. WNRI.